to Bound by Books, a podcast of five authors across the genres talking about the one thing we're all bound by, books. Hello, welcome. I am Sherry Hayes, and we're doing something a little different today. If you have been tuning into our podcast for a while, we usually have two hosts on each episode. We kind of do a round robin type of thing. But today, since it's the first podcast of a brand new year, we all came together to chat in one podcast. Now, we are missing one of our members. Uh, She is taking a little bit of a break right now. Uh, She has some personal uh, things that she wanted to address and didn't want to get overwhelmed. So we are going to just have the four of us here today. So I am joined by Tina Moss, Danielle Bannister, and Marianne Morea. Hey, hey. Happy New Year. (laughs) Happy New Year. Oh, I know. I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fact that 2021 is like, you know, gone, gone. done. And we're (laughs) into a new year. Oh, it's just, I don't know about you guys, but 2021 just went like that. It sucked. But you know what? Here's the thing. I think I think that after every year, as we go into a new year, we always are like, we hated that year. We hated that year. Has there ever been a year where like, you know what? I really missed that year. Like, I wish we could do that year again. Oh, that's a good question. I don't think I I've don't... ever wanted to repeat a year. Yeah, that's no. a good point. <laughs> I'm usually like, okay, next year. Yes. <laughs> I'll get it right next year. Let's move forward. Let's move forward. Yeah. So it, it's just. Yeah, no. But 2021 was just 2020, you know, the continuation. So I really hope that 2022 will be this is wonderful yeah. and pleasant new year. <laughs> you know, the thing is, though, is I think in some ways 2021 was more chaotic than 2020 because yeah. in 2020, there wasn't the fatigue that everybody seems to have yep. felt in 2021. Yeah. You know, everything was kind of, it was starting to reopen. But yet there was still all this craziness going on and people weren't sure. And it was just between trying to adjust and accommodate and everything. It just it it just seemed like it was almost more overwhelming. Yeah. For a planner, 2021 sucked because I couldn't plan shit. Yes, yes. If you if you have been paying attention to our podcast for any length of time, you will know that Danielle is our planner, and she she we were we were we were prepping for this podcast today, and she was like, "Oh my goodness, I don't have a plan. I don't have a plan." Because I I was you know I I was kind of doing I'm doing the moderating by the seat of the pants is not a plan. (laughs) It's called being a pantster. Yes, flying. Answer. Something I am very, very good at, mind you. That's um, why you're in charge. Let's today. not talk about your BDSM <laughs> pants there, lady. Mine to the gutter. That's where we can always find Marianne going to. <laughs> oh, yes. I do remember the podcast episode where, you know, her and Tina were talking about, you know, about covers and being on top and things like that i do remember how that kind of just (laughs) right down the gutter here one of my favorite episodes (laughs) oh my goodness well speaking of planning since we are in going into a new year 
Yes. Okay. Hey, I know. I already know yes. Danielle's answer. Whatever the answer this question one. is, yes. <laughs> Danielle will give you a full rundown from January. Yes, exactly. <laughs> do you have, do you use a planner? Do you use a planner? Yes, I do. So, which one do you use and why do you like it? So we'll start with Miss Danielle since she we know <laughs> she's on top of it. If you're All not, right. If you're not watching on YouTube, she's already holding up like various planning instruments, which I'm sure she'll tell you all about. So. You know what? Planners are a very personal thing for people. You know, they certain are. people need to have a, a, you know, a single day in front of them. I know that you're like that, Sherry. You need to yes. see one day at a time. Mm-hmm. Other people need to see the full month. They need to know what's on. I you know, like to see a week at a time and I like to have some flexibility in how things are laid out. So I like the Erin Condren Life Planner. That's the one that I choose. Yeah, it's on the pricey side. I'm not going to lie. Um, once I get all, you know, the stickers and, you know, other things that come with it. It's like an $84 purchase. I'm not, you know, it's not a cheap planner when I'm done. I mean, I think the planner is probably like $54, but I buy, you know, little extras and things like that. But it keeps me organized and happy. I am in a committed relationship with my planner. And we say OCD. Danielle, I can't even. I, I literally was looking on Amazon. For I was going to say, she's for, again, for those who are not. Too much. Oh. I was like, I don't want to see. I'm, I'm very particular about a planner layout. I will pay more to have a planner be the way that I want it to be. More power so to I'm, you, baby. More I'm power very, to you. <laughs> I like it a certain way. And you know, yes. Yeah. So yeah, I have a planner that has my, you know, daily tasks, but then I also have like a yearly planner that plans out my release schedule. So I know what books are kind of, you know, going to release when, so that I know when I need to book my editor, when do I need to book my cover designer? When am I going to have a sale? When am I going to do a giveaway? So yes, I plan a lot. Who else uses a planner? We, we, we know that you plan a lot. So Marianne, do you, do you use a planner at do all? Do post-it notes stuck to the edges of your computer check count? I do have a dry dry erase board and I have a cork board and they're not up on my walls yet because my, (laughs) my, my office is brand spanking new. um, So you just moved, moved. you do have a little, you do have a little bit of, but I, but I am, I am very, very much a post-it note, write it on your side of your desk blotter, you know, oh my God, put it on the dry erase board in the corner. But I'll tell you what I do plan out when I'm writing my chapters. I will, mm-hmm. I will plan out on my dry erase board. I will have the overarching plot line, you know, the theme for the chapter and the each character and what's going to happen to them and so forth. And then, but I, I lately I have been taking my dry erase board and I have been splitting it in half because it's rather large and putting the overarching plot of the book and all the character details in that and then underneath it to go chapter by chapter so that mm. if things have to change, I can erase one without having to, without having to lose the whole thread of the book. Mm. Now, of course, January being literally at the end of the week, I will have to split that dry erase board down the middle because I will be working on two books at once. So... Mm. Maybe I will take a leaf out of Danielle's book and I will actually start plotting a little bit more in a planner and I will have, and it will go every other day. It will go every other day. 
book one, wow. book two, book one, book two. Yeah, but I'm wow. the post-it. I'm the post-it queen when it comes to pl plotting. That's what I do all over the top of my computer until I have this much screen left. So, yeah. Oh, wow. That's, oh, wow. Well, okay. So, Tina, what so, about you? Uh, I swear I'm all over the place. I am such a, like, macro. Sister. I'm a macro to micro person, right? So like I own a business. So therefore I have a lot of people in the business who do different things. So like, I'm always looking at the very big picture from the macro perspective and then kind of leaving the micro details to, to the team. And unfortunately this sometimes spills over into my own life in terms of writing and things. And I'm like, yeah, like, totally fine macro looking at it okay 60,000 word book four weeks we're good um and I don't always remember that like you have to write a certain amount per day in order to meet those large macro goals so I'm very into like the nitty-gritty of outlines I love to outline books I always have a very detailed outline it's more of like the day-to-day -day micro planning that I am I am not a huge fan of I use my plan. I do have a planner, but I use it to write down the things that I already did rather than the things I need to do because it reminds me that I've done them already, that I've literally checked them off. It's the also list. a dopamine rush to it cross is, something it off. It is. Absolutely. It is. It's nice yeah. to write down like, yeah, did that, did that. It also yeah. reminds me when somebody comes back in three days and said, oh, by the way, did you do X, Y, Z? I'm like, hold on, let me check. Did I do X, Y, Z? Have I done like this it. Oh, look, yes, I did it. Or in a panic mode of, no, oh my God, I need to do this. Um, so I, I, I work, I'm a very backward person, apparently. So do, you make, to do, you, do you make to-do lists at least? Or do you just kind of just, just completely wing it and just write down when something's done? Okay, here's the problem with my to-do list. I write a to-do list, okay? Mm -hmm. I, I, do, I do the thing, I write the to-do list. Okay. And then I never look at it. So <laughs> I continually write to-do lists and then at some point, as I'm going through what I've already done, I go back to the do list and I say, oh, cool. I already did those things. And I throw the to-do list out. I, 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 I don't know. I, I have a lot of like planning ability. It's just in that day-to-day -day thing that I am lacking. I just need Danielle mm. to come over and sort out my life. Apparently. Yeah, apparently. I was scared to say, yeah, you need Danielle to kind of like completely, you know, just lay it all out there and say, from this time to this time, you're doing this. And then yeah. from this time to this time, you're doing that. Everything and then gets done. It's just, it doesn't all get done at the same time. <laughs> Book, <laughs> supposed to be done in January. Not no, no, see, no, no, no. I was, uh, but I was good. See, again, the macro, right? I looked at it and I said, you know, Tina, you have a book coming out in January. You haven't really even started it yet. This is probably not a good plan. So looking at that, I said, okay, I'm going to push this out to February and we're going to be all right. <laughs> as long as you start writing. Yeah, I was going to say, have you started writing <laughs> I did. I did. <gasps> Good woman. Did. See? Did okay, you write it down? Progress. Yes. I wrote it down. It's written in Scrivener. <laughs> Things are happening. Wow. <laughs> so what you did say, though, that you, that you use a planner. So even though you, well, you kind of use a planner, what planner do you use? The cheapest one I can find. Dollar store. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dollar so, General. <laughs> so you're so you're kind of like just go in there and just oh this is this is this will work this is just a planner it'll it, it tells me some like, generic planner. It was this is this is last year's you know and it's got like days and stuff so yeah it's okay. Did you know yeah, see, that, and that particular layout would drive me crazy. I, I want like up and down, not horizontal. Yeah, you you like the yeah you like the. Yeah. Um, I like them tall, dark, and handsome. <laughs> You like the verticals. I, um, I like okay. horizontal. Just saying. <laughs> See, so, I'm not the only one that goes spiraling down into the dirty. No, no you're not. No. <laughs> Come on. No, what about right. you, Sherry? The only what about one. you, Sherry? I know that you 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 do use a planner, and you bought a new one. Well, recently. now she's got Let's... a whole system, time management system. So. She does. I know. We hate you. Talking to me. We hate I you do. now. So. I do. I do. Okay, so I, yeah, I... As far as writing goes, I am a pantser completely. However, with my insanity, because again, like Tina, I run a business and unfortunately or fortunately, my business that I run is on top of the writing and also has absolutely nothing to do with books or writing or anything else. So it makes the balancing a little challenging at times. Um, but anyway, so planner wise, I need, as Danielle said earlier, I need a day to day. I cannot, I don't want to see the whole week. I can flip through to see the whole week I, it, when I have time. If I, I want to focus on the day that I am, because if I get ahead of myself, nothing ain't getting done. Okay. I got to focus on what I got. Um, so for... A year I used uh, Purple Trails Planner, <clears throat> which <laughs> which actually is more expensive. Well, actually, it's more expensive than Erin Condren's one, probably because it's a daily, which has more pages, yeah, more pages uh, versus mm-hmm. versus a weekly. It was $74 for six months. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. But again, it is an every day. So, I mean, this planner is like... Uh, about an inch and a half thick. And if you months. use it and it saves your sanity. Okay, wait, I have questions. It's worth it. I have so many questions. How, right. so your daily planners, Danielle and Sherry, mm-hmm. you are, yeah. what are you writing in? <laughs> like, what is, are you everything writing Everything like, that I, everything. Everything. Like, like literally, literally, I, I make like, my produce. Teeth kind of thing? Like, no. But not that no. much. No, yes. Like, okay. You yes. Go, yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Hold on. Hold on a second. Oh, While she's pulling that, what I do is that you know I take my my writing plan for the year, and then I look at, at the monthly goals, and I and going, oh, in March I'm going to have a giveaway. So in, I flip to March, and I figure out, okay, what day in March am I going to hold the giveaway? And if I'm going to hold it on say the 15th of March, when do I start making the graphics for it? When do I start promoting it? When do I start putting it? And I'll you know, backtrack uh, backwards. I can't that think way. that so, far ahead. Now, see, th- no. this is today's. That's okay? very this, scary. This Sherry, is that today. is very scary. Scary, scary, okay. scary. <laughs> okay. So I literally have my to-do list, which is to write my, to work on my epilogue. Uh, I had to uh, call a potential client back for uh, a job that they're interested in, send my newsletter out. I had to create an invoice for another client and I had to call to run payment on something else and then I actually even have I have my cleaning list on here what cleaning items that I'm doing I have uh that I'm you know writing 
uh, making my bed, doing my laundry, taking my vitamins, lunch, wow. doing the podcast. I have all of that on here and I marked off what I've done so far. Wow. And, and there's, again, that dopamine rush of even getting down the, the, the basic yeah. things like, like housework and stuff. It's like, yeah, I yeah. did the thing. I, you know, I can, but it, I don't have to worry about that today. I did it. Right. But I've, I've, I've found that if I do not write it down, it does not get done. I will forget mm. to do simple yeah. things like taking my vitamins. Okay. Okay. It is crazy how many things I would, because I have so many things going on and going in so many different directions <laughs> that if I don't just sit down and say, oh, cause I'll go through, I'll be going through and I'll be like doing my list and, you know, do, kind of doing my routine and I'll do this, you know, go from here to go to there and like, oh, I'll do all this. And I sit down and look at my list and I'll be like, oh crap, I forgot that. And I have to go mm. back and do it. But if I didn't write it down and it sounds stupid, it's like, why would you write down to brush your teeth? Because I will get busy mm-hmm. and I'll forget. I'll, I'll get ready. I'll literally be, have my pajamas on crawling into bed and I'll be <laughs> like, crap, I forgot to brush my teeth. <laughs> I have to go back and do it. So it is crazy. Now I am trying a new planner um, this year. Uh, I'm trying a happy planner which is actually I've heard good things about those. Yeah. Well, this one's actually their to-do list. It's not like their traditional day-to-day planner. So it's just a list, you know, it's just each page of its individual pages Yeah. because it's mainly what I use it for is yeah, basically to make a list is, yeah. of the two lists. So we're going to try it. We're going to see for a half year if it works, if it doesn't, I can always buy this one again. Uh, but I was, it was considerably cheaper. It was like, I think I paid like $20 for this one and versus 70 something. So yeah, I was, I figured it was worth giving me a try. (laughs) An author friend of mine by the name of CJ Ellison um, actually created a planner and I, she asked me, she asked me to come on board and, and, you know, give her feedback. So I did use it for a certain period of time. Um, and it's called plot your work and it's geared specifically towards authors, you know? <laughs> so anyway, um, I, I will check it out. However, if it's not spiral bound, it is it spiral doesn't. Bound. Okay. It as is. long as it's spiral bound, it will be considered because I need a, a spot. See, I've had enough planners in my life that I know yeah. what works and what doesn't work. And I mean, it what I and what I don't. Just because of the, just because of the, I don't really have something that's specific to planning books. Yeah. And she also will sell uh, loose sheets so that if you have, if you need more pages for a specific month, you can just kind of insert them. So mm-hmm. I don't know, I guess you'd need one of those machines that can open up the the, the spiros and put them in. I don't know. Anyway, I still have the one that that was uh, the the beta one, and mm-hmm. it's only half used from like five years ago or four years ago. So, well, Danielle, that would be a good one for you though, because I mean, you do do multiple books <clears throat> at one time. I do, I do, so... and I have I have used author centric ones before um, that are specific and. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I just don't like the formatting or I don't like the fonts that they use. <laughs> very yes. particular. It, it, but it's like you said, it is very personal. Planners yes. are very, very personal, at least to most people. Like I said, I tried doing a weekly and I can't do it. You have I to find have, something that works. I can't. It, yeah. it does not work for me. So, and it's a lot of, I mean, it honestly, I spend maybe 10 minutes a night 
writing out my to-do list for the next day. And that 10 minutes saves me so much sanity mm-hmm. that it's worth it for me. So yeah, I, I, gotta- I am curious if there are any people out there listening or watching, if they have a particular planner that they swear by. Yes. I yeah, would put it in the comments. It is because put it in the comments. I'm always on the prowl for play. <laughs> I mean, so, yes, it's I, not I a would planner, too. but I I like using Scrivener just for I I used to just use Word doc and and outline that way, and I would outline usually six chapters ahead. I like to outline six chapters at a time. Um, now I've been using Scrivener, which is similar. It just has more you know bells and whistles, and I like that for. For, I don't, I don't like writing, like handwriting an outline. I like just having it digital because it's easier to change. Yes. Well, well that's why you're so writing, I don't do outlines. <laughs> you write it in pencil. Use a pencil with a good eraser. Oh my God. The, the erasing would drive me crazy. I'd feel like uh, I was back in grade uh, school. Agreed. Oh, so oh, man. how about a quick round Robin of, you know, cause they're coming, you know, New Year's this year. Mm-hmm. And everybody has resolutions and most people are like, oh, I want to lose 20 pounds or in my case, you know, 70. Um, <laughs> what, what is your writer's resolution mm-hmm. for 2022? Very quick. One, two, three. I mean, it doesn't mean it's going to stick because everybody, you know, people fall off their diets all the time. But what in mm-hmm. your mind is your resolution as a writer for 2022? I want to publish two books. Nice. Danielle? I want to uh, do a successful rapid release. It'll be a first time for me. So I want to give that a whirl. Tina? Um, just really being true to my own process and not worrying about what works or doesn't work for everybody else and just figuring out what works best for me. Okay. Yeah. Thank Marianne. I, I want to publish six books this year. Nice. Oh, that is a lofty goal. Yep. Wow. The two that the, the two that I owe people from 2021 because of just you know my life turning to shit, you know, in the last four and a half five months, um, but also four more, you know. Nice. And in, in 2020, I wrote I wrote nine books, That's nine amazing. long novellas, and a couple of a couple of a uh, couple of full lengths. So I know I can do it. But right. it's just a matter of being able to discipline myself. So well, I mean, now be- you're in a new house, you've got your new office, everything should sort of settle for you and you can just refocus. So it's actually, I think, really good timing for you to be starting this yeah. process in your new home in a new year. Yep. And just yeah. Just go after it. I used, to, I used to set a goal for myself daily that I had to hit 3,000 words a day. That mm-hmm. was my, that was my daily word count goal. And that was doable considering, you know, writing is my full-time job to be, and then to be able to balance everything out in my life. So if I put that back into play, 3,000 words, 3,000 words a day, even if I'm writing two books at the same time, I could, I could still get a decent meaty word count yeah. out of it. Because uh, yeah. nine t- because a lot of times when the, I don't know about you guys, but when the words are flowing, you, you know, you aim for 3000, but yeah. sometimes it, that 3000 may turn out to be 5000 or that oh. may turn out to be 7000, depending on, yeah. on, you know, how much you, you can, you know, just stay deep in the writing cave without interruption. Honestly, so that's what is the, I what is really the, like. the most word count you've ever had in one single day in 2021? Ooh. Oh, in 2021, the highest, the highest word count this past year. 
I think it was around a a 5,000 word day for me. I really, what I've been struggling with is this idea of like, you have to write every day. You have to write every day. You have to write every day. I've had that in my head for so long, but I've noticed that I, for me, I'm going to, I think, attempt setting out like certain days of the week and doing bulk writing sessions because I actually produce a heck of a lot more if I have a bulk writing session than if I try to carve out time every day. So I don't know if that would work for everybody, but I'm just going to yeah. test it, the theory and see, because like you said, I, I can bang out a lot of words in a longer session than if I try to just take small snippets. And I know that's the opposite of like every writing advice ever. <laughs> but you got to yeah, find what works for you. Exactly. Yeah. You got to find what works for you. Not, it, yeah. Every I mean, process isn't going to work the same for yeah. you. My process yeah. isn't going to work the same. You, you've just got to figure out whatever sparks your creativity and what works within your schedule. Yeah. yeah. You I mean, it's why like, I, I mean, go ahead, go ahead, Sherry. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I mean, I had I had teachers and people tell me for years that you have to outline, you have to outline, you have to mm-hmm. outline. It, it's a necessity. You have to do it. And I, I mean, I can, I can waste my time writing an outline to, you know, tell them blue in the face and it's never going to pan out. I'm going right. to end up completely going off that outline. And then what was the use of the outline? Yeah. But that's my process. So, and most people right. can't, I, I understand that most people can't do that because their brains do not work that way. <clears throat> people would get in there and they'd be like, they'd go meandering off to La La Land and their story. I mean, the, the episode, there's an episode of um, ho, ho, Mike and Molly, mm-hmm. where she's talking. I'm sure you guys have all seen the clip with, you know, she's trying, you know, she's an author, trying to be an author and this and the other. And she's sitting there at the kitchen table and she's like, this is junk. This is horrible. And then she's saying that they started in Tudor, England, and they ended up fighting space aliens and, <laughs> you know, on another planet, you know, she went completely off the, off the rocker. And her husband is and- like, where's Tudor? <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> right. But the thing is, is it, it, for a lot of people, that is the case. Mm. They, they need the outline to keep them focused. I don't happen to be that way. I can be very focused without it because I, I tend to be a very lineal thinker, Mm -hmm. even though I'm a creative, I tend to be a very lineal thinker. So for me, it's not hard to stay on task and on plot without an outline where for most creatives it is. So it's, you know, but you got to find your, you got to find your, the way works for you. And the sooner you find that, the better. You know, it's funny as like, we're talking, I literally had this epiphany of, I think one of the reasons why I resist to-do lists so much, like I like having a plan, but I resist the to-do list because there's a certain amount of guilt associated with not checking off everything on the to-do list for me. Sure. So for me, Mm -hmm. it's, if I write down what I already did, it makes me feel good. It gives me that dopamine rush, but I'm not beholden to some list where I'm going to feel guilty. And that's the same thing with writing every day. I have this like immense guilt of like not writing every day when I know that really that doesn't work for me. And in my former job, like my whole job was literally, there was a different thing happening every day. I never had structure. So I think I've just like Mm. embraced the chaos, so to speak, of 
like, what's going to come today? What's going to be the thing? But if I can carve out a couple of days in the week that's mm-hmm. just writing or mostly writing, mm-hmm. I do still have a better process. So. You might do yeah. well with like a weekly to-do list. Like these mm-hmm. are the things I'd like to do this yeah. week so that there's some flexibility if you don't get to the thing that day. Like, oh, I still have three days. I don't have to do this thing right now. I know it needs to be done. And if it doesn't get done in that week, it just goes to the next week. You just move that task over and right. it'll get done. I was going to say, there's plenty, there's plenty of days when I don't make it through my entire, like, oh, there's, they're not all checked off. But, but if I erase my it, goal is to get most of them checked off. <laughs> uh, the and, and, you know, yeah. <laughs> and I was, I was watching something that was telling, saying that if you continue to move a task for an entire week, so for five days, Mm-hmm. If you move one task for five days and it's still, you just keep bumping it, then you need to reevaluate how important that task actually yep. is. Mm. Because we assign if it's it to not, somebody else or yeah. Right. Or delegate it because yeah. it's, mm-hmm. if it wasn't, if it took, if you've, if you put it off for five days, how important actually is it to you to get done? That's yeah. a good point. So, you know, I, I think maybe, like you said, you're feeling guilt. Like, like if I don't get everything on that list done, but that's not the, really the point. I mean, the mm-hmm. point is not to, you know, to get it all done. The point is just to organize your thoughts and, you know, move through it. Right. Figure out but what yeah. tasks need to be right. distributed. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Cause you could be like, Hey, I can give this to my assistant. Hey, right. I can right. send this to my business partner. Right. Hey. Mm-hmm. That ha- I have been getting better with that. So as my yes. assistant will tell you, she's it's a, a good way to work. tell you how to delegate. You <laughs> yeah, can say, right. all right, clearly I'm not being able to do this. So right. I need to delegate right. it because it's been five done. days. We got to figure out something because this is not working. Um, but OK, so we have time for one more question. What is the one thing you have learned in 2021 that you plan on using or implementing in 2022. Want to start with Tina? Oh God, it's gonna be so boring. <laughs> I'm it's gonna, not boring because Good. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about like businessy stuff, standard operating procedures. Nobody wants to hear about this, but it's like the most exciting thing that I learned in 2021. <laughs> yeah, you never know that so somebody mean. could be important. Somebody could be interested. Come on, share. Oh. Very quickly, uh, when you're creating a business, you want to have standard operating procedures. And I wish I had them from the beginning. Basically, they're like instructions of how to do different things in your business. So that if, God forbid, you were to fall off the face of the earth, your business could continue because here's all the instructions of how to do it. And putting that in place has been game changing for me. They're not to-do lists, they're not planners, but they are essentially a planning tool because now all of the things that I've done for the business, I can start giving to other people, which frees up my time and allows me more creative time to write. So, but that's actually a really good thing that a really good, important point though. Maybe, I mean, I know you're looking at it from your business perspective, from your publishing house, but you can relate it back to your, you know, individual authors as well. We all need to be having an end of life plan. Our book's will outlive us whether we whether we want to think about it or not our books will outlive us it's either out there in the ether they're going to outlive us and you need to have a plan what is happening to your books after you're gone Mm -hmm. you know do you have are you putting them in a trust are you transferring the copyright to someone else 
a family member, a relative, a friend, what is happening with them? You need to have an estate plan. And, mm-hmm. and that's something that I have been working on. I've been talking to a lawyer about potentially setting up a trust um, for my books, which is a whole, and, it, and it's not something that you can really do in the blink of an eye. So no. if you're listening or watching this and you think that you can just easily go in and set up a will and a very basic will and have everything done. No, that's not even something as simple as making sure a family member knows these are my passwords. These Mm -hmm. are the ISBN and and ASIN numbers. And just so that they have access Mm -hmm. because those royalties are going to go somewhere. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. You got to have, and again, if you haven't looked into it yet, at least make it a, a priority for this new year to look into it because you need to, it, it's important. You, you don't, don't want it to end up in a probate limbo. situation yeah. and then limbo, not a good thing. Not a good thing. All right, Marianne, you're up. What is the one thing you've learned and want to implement? Um, the different book-centric, reader-centric tools that are out there that were underutilized in my life before. Um, mm-hmm. Goodreads, um, BookBub, and the, uh, the other rapid release, you know, uh, ad stacking uh, mm-hmm. lists that we have in our marketing group and so forth. And also um, being able to, to hone my, my ad skills. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Learning, learning to add, you know, to hone my ad skills. But um, even out of all of that, I think it's the importance of, of email, newsletter and mm-hmm. email, how, how important that is to make sure that you nail that correctly. You know, because those are all book centric tools that I think a lot of authors either underuse or they don't, um, they don't understand it. So it gets misused or they just kind of think, oh, it doesn't work. And they give up because they don't bother to look at it, to look at it and actually um, deconstruct the levels that you can, that you can tap into because there's a lot of bells and whistles of these things that maybe you only scratch the surface of. And I'm guilty of that. I'm guilty Mm -hmm. of only scratching the surface. So that is something that I learned that it's available to me and in 2022, I plan on implementing and getting to know, you know, doing a deep dive into these different, you know, reader-centric and book-centric tools. Awesome. Danielle? Sort of a piggybacking off that, but in a sort of a different lens is I started the later part of this year sort of devoting one day a week to just marketing stuff. So whether that's, you know, me picking up a book on the craft, whether that's a, a, you know, a day that I need to create my images for an upcoming release or whatever the marketing stuff that needs to happen, creating, you know, promos for the the coming week, or, you know, what am I going to TikTok about this week, devoting sort of one day to just focus on marketing stuff and not, not worrying about writing I'm not writing today today I'm focusing on sort of that business side of and so that's I I feel like that's taken off a lot of stress like when am I going to be able to fit this stuff in when am I going to learn about this new thing when am I going to Tuesday it's going to happen on Tuesday that's when you do these things so I think that's a great idea Danielle yeah yeah I think yeah it's a great idea that is really really good well for me it is writing time 
<laughs> but you've done that. You, I mean, you. So he wants people. to carry it on. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's right. That, that is the that is the one thing that I have learned is making that set writing time for me every morning, and I plan on taking that through because if I can stick to that, which I've done for the last couple months, if I can stick to that. I will have no problem getting those two books published this yeah. new year. Maybe um, more, maybe more, maybe we'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, just, just being more intentional with consistency and writing. And um, I'll take that a little bit further, just planning uh, a little bit more and more in the planning stages as far as, and not, not necessarily the writing, obviously, cause I'm a pantser, but with pushing like planning out kind of a danielle mentioned before you know okay i want to publish this book in april so what needs to happen when backwards in order to get everything done where i'm not rushing at the last you know last month trying to pack everything in there and hoping you remember everything yeah mm-hmm. i mean there are so many things to remember um we actually I actually came across a um something years a few years ago where it was a list and we've added to it in our group um of release like a release checklist and it is huge it's like four pages long and I mean it's not just one thing per page it's like 20 or 30 things per page and there's four pages of it so it you don't really think about how much leads up to the release it's not just a matter of uploading your book and saying here buy me and that work starts way sooner than you think it does oh yeah yeah Yeah, at least at least four months out like I I am planning to release a book in April and I am um I've actually already started promoting it I started promoting it uh in December like in December Yep. So, I mean, that's five months out. Yep. I mean, that's, it's a long time. I think one word you just used, Sherry, is something that I, I don't know about you guys, but I have every intention of kind of writing it on the wall and sticking it there so I can see it every day. Maybe it'll be a giant post-it on my computer, but it's intentionality. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and I think it to be more intentional with everything that I do this year, you know, um, but I have to say, one of the things from 2021, I mean, I know that our group formed in November of, what was it, 20, 2020, it 20, uh, right? So it's really <laughs> just a little over a year that we, we've been together. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's only it's 13 months, but we really got to know each other um, yeah. in 2021. Yeah. And I think, you know, and I am so grateful for you guys and, you know, not only are we colleagues um, and adventurous authoresses, but uh, we are we are friends. And I think we've got each other's backs. And we were talking a little bit this afternoon about critique groups and so forth. And, you know, how some people are like, you need it. If you don't have one, you're not an author. Well, you know what? <laughs> to that, you know, as far as I'm concerned, you know, um, yeah, we have I mean, a mastermind group. So yes, yes. <laughs> we have a mastermind yes. group. And you know what? If we ever wanted to say, hey, you know what? Read this chapter for me. Tell me what you yeah. think. We would do it for each Absolutely. other. We would make time. We you know maybe not overnight, but it would be something that would go in the drive and everybody would, would get. It would, it, would our, it would go in the planner. It would go in the planner. Yes. So, 
it would it would go so. in there i mean i and, and for those of you who are kind of going what drive what are they talking about we actually our group has a drive that we created 13 months ago <laughs> Actually, Danielle created 13 months ago, our planner. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we just, we have so much information. It's kind of our hub of oh. where, you know, we put marketing information and we, um, if we want each other, we, we often look at each other's blurbs. If we want to have a covers, chapter that you we know? covers, yeah, any of that kind of stuff that we share, it's a shared drive that we all, uh, we all take part in. We add stuff to comment on, and it's, it's this really robust resource that we all have. And, and it's growing. Um, it grows it does. every week. It grows. It's, it's something that if you are an author yourself, uh, I highly recommend, you know, getting together with some authors that you trust and, you know, sharing the resources. I mean, cause we're, this is a lonely business trying to do this on your own and being able to, you know, Hey, I read this article that was really helpful or, you know, this book was really good. Share that with your fellow yeah. authors and lift each other up. You know, yes. this, this isn't a competition, you know, there no. are enough readers to go around. We can Absolutely. all lift each other up. So yeah, I highly exactly. recommend creating your own little group, your own mastermind <laughs> group. That's your own mastermind group. So, well, thank you, ladies. This has been so much fun. I don't know about you guys, but this has been so fun. We don't usually get to do a podcast where we're all together. And I hope that you will all continue to listen and join us for uh, 2022 and see what we have in store. We've got some new things coming and we're brainstorming some ideas that we're hoping that we're excited about and we're hoping you're going to be excited about too. Yeah, including, so, including guest authors. Yes. yes <laughs> we're going to be having some guest authors join us here in the, in the yep. upcoming year. So until then, I hope you have enjoyed and you have a great new year and we will see you next week. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the bound by books podcast. For more information about the show and all of our hosts, visit our website at www.boundbybookspodcast.com. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and leave a review.